Hey, what's up guys? Ryan G here with warriorcloud.io. I wanted to share with you a principle that I learned from uh, Dan Sullivan and from Dr. Benjamin Hardy uh, in their book called The Who, Not The How. You know, as entrepreneurs, many times um, when we have an idea, we feel like, okay, I got this idea, I got this cool thing that I wanna do, now I have to learn how to do it. But the, when you try to be the person to learn how to do something, it takes a very long time. Like, uh, uh, let's just say um, graphic design or learning how to use Canva and creating logos and all that stuff. I can literally invest the next two to three years learning how to do that and I will never, Kingston, come on, Kingston. I will never be as good as Tiffany at that stuff. Like when I need a logo or something created, I literally just say, hey Tiff, here's the name of this product or whatever that I just created. Can you make a logo for it? And within 10 minutes, she's got like this amazing uh, logo that's just absolutely incredible. I could spend years trying to learn that but I'm never gonna get as good as Tef, okay? So it's not gonna happen. So this principle of the who, not the how, is when you have something that you're trying to create or trying to figure out, focus on who already has that skill at a high level, uh, not how you are going to learn and develop that skill. So I wanna share with you guys inside of this, uh, this episode, the process and the strategy that I go through to hire amazing who's uh, using Upwork, which is a freelancing kind of platform. Okay, so anytime I have a job or a task that I need completed, I go over to Upwork, which Upwork like allows you to connect with freelancers from all around the world, uh, which is really amazing. And I, the very first thing you have to do is create a job listing, a job post. Uh, so I create this job post. Now I purposely make the job post really hard to read. So I'm not super clear, I'm a little bit vague. Um, I use like run-on sentences, I don't use periods. And I'll just like blurt out a bunch of stuff uh, on this big paragraph. And the reason that I do that is I want the person reading it to have to read it and to have to figure out what I need, okay? Uh, then I also, so one of the major problems with hiring freelancers is a lot of people will not read the actual job posting. Uh, what they'll do is they'll just see a new job posting and then they just respond with this like template response, uh, which if you're not willing to read my job posting and like understand what I am trying to accomplish, then you're not somebody that I wanna hire. And I want a, a way to like weed out the lazy people as fast as possible. So what I do like in the Come here, Kingston. Towards like the, uh, in the middle of the, of the paragraph. Come here, Kingston. I'll basically say, hey, in the first line of your cover letter, so the very first sentence, tell me how many subscribers I have on my YouTube channel. Now, I also do not tell them the name of my YouTube channel. I don't tell them, I don't give them a link to it. They have to go figure that out. Okay, because if you can't figure out something as minor as that, then you probably cannot help me with the rest of my project. So anyway, I create that whole description. 
or whole job posting. Uh, I, I, and there's some other things that I won't go into detail with right now, but um, then I post it. I go through and I start inviting as many freelancers as possible. And there's very specific people that I, that I invite. Okay, so now the job requests are coming in. Like a bunch of people that saw my invitation, saw the job posting, they start applying for the job. And I might get like the job that I posted yesterday. I mean, I've already got like 80 people from around the world who have applied for this position, which is really amazing. So it's really hard to go through 80 different people and start reviewing their profile and trying to figure out like who's the best candidate here. So what I do is I just look at that very first sentence. Um, so if they did not tell me how many subscribers I have on my YouTube channel in literally the first sentence, if they did it in the second sentence or not at all, I just delete them. Because you've already established very quickly, you didn't read the job posting and you did not follow my directions. Uh, so from 100 candidates, I can usually whittle that down to about 30 or 10 maybe. And I also look at some other factors like whether they're top rated or top rated plus, how much money they've actually made as a freelancer, uh, what their overall completion score is. So like, are they known for getting their jobs done or are they half assing things? If somebody has a job completion score of 70% or 80%, I just delete them. If they've never made any money as a freelancer, I delete them. So I want people that have made 100,000, two, three, hundred thousand dollars. They've got a ton of reviews because more likely they're gonna be able to complete the task. Okay, so now I've got 10 to 15 or so, okay? So now I'll go through and actually start reading everybody's profile and make sure they've actually completed jobs similar to the one that I am asking them to complete for me. I start reading reviews, I start asking for like sample projects. Hey, show me a project that you've done that's similar to this uh, so that I can start looking at it and making sure that they actually know what they're doing, right? Okay, so what's next? So from that, uh, I've got 15. Now I can usually whittle that down to, uh, let's just say five or six, okay? So I delete everybody else or like I'll message them and, and ask them a question or ask them to send me a sample project or something and they won't respond to me for like 48 hours. Well, if you can't respond to me quickly, I'm not interested. I need like active communication when I'm hiring somebody and when I'm working on a project because we need things uh, done pretty fast. So if you can't respond fast, I give it, you know, four or five hours, then you're out. Okay, so now I've got five or six people uh, then I'll set up interviews with all five or six. Now, I am very finicky with these interviews. So if we set up the interview for 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, literally, if they are one minute late, they are out, okay? If they give me some BS excuse, you're out. Um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not interested. I don't play games with this. So out of those six or seven people that I've set up an interview with, I'll basically do the interview and see if I like them, see if I get along with them, see if they really know what they're talking about. And then from that interview, I will hire three people for the exact same position. And you might be wondering why you would hire three people to, for the exact same position and 
I have all three people complete the exact same task. So let's just use video editing as an example. If I was hiring a new video editor, which I wouldn't because I have the greatest video editor in the world, but if I was hiring a new one, I would give them all the exact same five minute long video to edit. And the reason for that is you don't know how to, when you're hiring somebody for a new position, you don't know how to compare them or what good work looks like versus bad work. How long should it take? What are the capabilities with the graphics, with the audio and music and stuff like that? But when you hire three people, it exposes weaknesses and strengths very, very quickly. So I'll hire all three and then I'll tell them this is a competition. There's two other people you're competing with to see who is gonna get this long-term position. Um, so I give them all the files and I just say, here you go. And then I wait to see what's gonna happen. Now I've had some people that will complete the project in, um, in five hours and it's like a mediocre, it's like a, a C grade level video. And then I'll have somebody else that completes a video in like two hours, but it's like an A grade video. Okay, so and then I'll have some people that just flip and disappear and it takes them like eight hours. I got to message them a bunch of times and I like never hear back from them and it's super frustrating and then those people just get deleted. So from the three that I hired to do the test project, I fire two and I keep one. Uh, and then I give that one person the full project like, hey, here's this whole course I need edited or whatever the project is, start working on it. Now, another one of my rules is hire slow, fire fast. So if I have any issue, okay, like any, any red flag that this is like not a good person or somebody I wanna work with long term, I just delete them, okay? I remove their access, all of their accounts and stuff. And then, um, you know, we just start this whole process over again, looking for new people. So with my video editor, uh, we probably went through that entire process, that entire cycle of hiring, firing, hiring, firing. I don't even know how many times. I probably hired, uh, like for long-term projects, five or six, I bet. Uh, which means that that's like five or 600 people for the first step and then whittling that down to interviews and all that stuff. And you know, it's really interesting because my video editor, when I did the interview with him the first time or the only time, he doesn't speak very good English. So when I interviewed him, I was like, oh my gosh, man, this is never gonna work because he doesn't speak very good English. He types good English, he can communicate through written word good, but, uh, but verbally speaking, it's really hard. Uh, so I was like, ah, now I'm gonna like kind of put him on the back burner and I hired this other guy in the United Kingdom who was absolutely amazing, okay? I liked him, I got along with him, he was easy to talk to, but his deliverable was very different. His video, literally when he gave me the finished product, it looked like something from the 1970s. And I said like, are, are you purposely going for like a vintage vibe here? What are we doing? And, uh, and it was just odd. But my actual editor, uh, when he showed me the video, I was like, oh, dude, this is amazing. And even though it's hard to communicate talking, I'm just going to go for it because you're so good at the deliverable 
and you're so good at speaking, you know, just through text and email that, uh, that we'll deal with those other problems, you know, if, if it ever arises. Now th that video editor, he's been my guy for years and it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and some people like worry, they get stressed out about hiring people in other countries. Let me tell you, the work ethic and the mindset in other countries for workers is very different than America. People here are very entitled. They think they deserve something more without actually doing extra work. Uh, but people in other countries, like they are real hustlers. We, one of my assistant, I messaged her yesterday and it was like midnight when I messaged her and I said, hey, can you help me with something? And she was like, yes, of course, what is it? And like instantly she responds back and I said, here's what I need. And she's like, okay, cool. I'll get right on it right now. And she loves that. She loves to be able to work at night because she's got a little baby uh, that she needs to take care of during the day. So it works out very convenient for her. So anyway, and then the final step, I would say with, uh, with freelancers, and this is with any type of employee, is treat them very well and pay them very, very well. You know, I believe in efficiency wages. I believe in paying people. I want A players, right? I don't want the B and C players. I'm not interested in really saving money because when you have an A player, you might pay an A player twice as much as you would a B player, but an A player will produce five times the results that a B player does. So are you spending more money or are you actually saving money? I believe I'm saving money when I have an A player because they're able to produce so much more without me constantly managing them and, and, uh, and watching them. So anyway, that's the process. Uh, yesterday, just hired this young, young guy, Bangladesh, I think. Seems to be crushing it. And you know why, when I did the job posting and I hired him, I said to him, Hey, listen, the faster you get this project completed, the bigger your bonus is gonna be. And he was like, yes, sir, I'll get on it right now. So that's, that's the motivation. Like, I don't want this project to take a week. So if you can get it done in like a couple days and get it done super fast for me so that I can take the next step, I'll give you a good bonus because I just want this done as fast as humanly possible so that I can move to the next step. So anyway, keep all that in mind as you guys are building your team, uh, hiring freelancers. It's absolutely amazing. I love it. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. If you are a firearms instructor and you want to train more students in less time so that you can make a lot more money, uh, I'd invite you to come join the um, Unstoppable Instructor Masterclass. It's going to be held very soon where I'm going to be sharing the three secrets that I use to make two and a half million dollars as a firearms instructor and how you can ethically copy my entire system and all you got to do is go to warriorcloud.io forward slash access uh, to register right now for the free masterclass. So we will see you guys soon inside the masterclass.